what up, what up, what up? It's your girl, Vila Funk. You already know. For another episode of Kicking It with Karma and Funk, you talking about? Yes, man. We're so happy to have y'all back today for real. Today we have our special, special guest today, Story. You know what I'm saying? The pop and the artist, entertainment mogul. You feel me? But you know what? He's coined that himself, by the way, everybody. But he's also an influential creative within fashion, music, entertainment as a whole. Yo, he's had like brands and clients such as Triller. I know y'all heard of Mark Jacobs, Dipsy, Von Dutch, Andre Emery, and Bowen, and of course a lot more. And y'all already know he's a socialite, you dig? Y'all need to follow him. What's up? What's popping with you, Story? What's going on? What's going on? If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Zone Story. Come and enter the zone. Z-O-N-E. We're going to get this out of the way. S-T-O-R-I. Um, I'm I'm good. I'm well. I feel I feel great. I'm having coffee black, which I usually like mine with sugar, but I'm having black like me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a perfect, you know, uh setting right now. I'm 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 great. Now I would love to know, because folks, you know, they spend years trying to find out, you know, what their calling is or what, you know, their purpose on this earth to do. When did you kind of first realize your calling? Um, I've always been on a quest, like, since I was a kid. You know, I'm the eldest out of eight. And um, so I come from a tribe. I had to, like, you know, be play parent and dad to my siblings growing up because my parents, they owned... Um, you know, their own companies growing up. So I grew around business a lot. And, you know, it was, you know, I had to earn my way, learn my way in, in some retrospect. Um, my parents, they just celebrated 32 years. So like, you know, they've been together since I've been on this earth. So I learned yeah. so much for them right now. And they just celebrated in February. And I'm so proud of them. And But they showed me a lot about determination and like pushing through, even through hard times. Like you have to have that, thing in within you that we all have it's not just an individual thing it's like who unlocks it is important like whoever people society has um uh everyone has an opportunity to unlock it now are you going to take the keys and actually turn it we all have the keys so since i was young i always knew that i was going to be something great always 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 like i used to walk around like um, when I was a kid, like under five with a Bible in my hand, my dad thought I was going to be a preacher and I thought I was going to be a boxer because I used to like always come up to kids and like start stuff and fighting and stuff in the grocery store and <laughs> stuff. like my parents were playing the harmonica growing up. Like I'm talking about notes and stuff. I all my... yeah. So I grew, I grew, I grew up around that type of environment. So henceforth elementary school, um, I a play came to my school to audition, and it was in DC. It wasn't a, like a little play for school. Like they hired a choreographer, set designers, makeup artists came in. It was like a big production on my elementary school. So of course, it was The Wiz, and I auditioned to play Michael Jackson, um, the Scarecrow. Of course, that iconic part. And it was between me and this other uh, guy. So it was like neck and neck. We had four auditions. It was like really gru- grueling and like real deal Holyfield and I got the part um for two matinees and two like show show days and I think they had it like twice a day so it was like a full like schedule with that um and that set me on fire like when I when I did that making myself better and you know I, I went to perform in our school and conservatory I sing vocal music uh vocally trained so I sing opera actually and it started there, and then I just kind of got into art. And we tra- we traveled to like Asia, and we traveled around the world. I performed at the White House before. Like those experiences really inspired me and gave me a strong wow. foundation as an artist. Um, and then, um, you know, New York did what it did. When I was in New York for ten years, I did. Uh, um, you know, I was in the fashion scene pretty pretty heavy, and you know, LA ten years previous um, to now, I've gave a lot to LA and the Hollywood scene as well. And, you know, that's just been my schooling and my grooming to like really push me into my purpose, which is happening now. 
So it took it it took um, time. Like we hear from any anybody else who's successful, it takes time. But I was able to enjoy that and enjoy everything and enjoy the process and understand that the process is like where it's at. And then that brought me to closer, like in a closer relationship with my purpose. So um, yeah, I mean, I just really. Um, components that I kept um, going is like my determination. I didn't let, I, I don't let anything stop me. I don't even let myself stop me. I try to push the envelope all the time and um, always staying optimistic has helped me a lot to, to find purpose. Um, the minute you shut yourself out and you do the universe, you try to do the universe's job, you block your blessings. So it's like, I learned that really early in my stages, like let it flow, let it go. You know, don't, don't try to control it you know, and, and it will under, it will um, unfold on its own. So yeah, it's been great. Yo, yo, speaking of that, say that again, brother. I think our listeners need to hear that. Well, which part, part which though. part? <laughs> <laughs> like trust the process. Trust, you, you, me? you have to trust the process. Sometimes it may look a little funky. Sometimes it might look a little something that you didn't know was going to look like. Sometimes that might be overwhelming because the success is so good. But you have to trust the process and know that the universe has your back and that you, that the universe knows what it's doing for you. And just literally be like a leaf in the wind. Like literally, I know it sounds cliche, but you have to let the universe do its thing and let the universe help um, build your foundation. And then once you have that foundation that you're strong in, your confidence is there, you know, mentally you're there, you know what you want, then you can play around and collab with God and collab with the universe. But don't prematurely do things that you are not ready for. And I think a lot of people are starting to understand that now. And the pandemic helped people like understand that um, you have to trust the process. We were all, the whole world was put on pause. And yeah. we had to like know like the process is real. People had businesses, people had all kinds of stuff going on. And it was like on pause for everybody. And I think that was the real telling of like trusting the process and knowing everything will be okay. And we made it. We're like, we're like two years out of it now, or going on two years. Um, we're making we're making it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, trust the process. Love yeah. the process. Exactly. And don't be worrying about these ops out here, you dig? You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? Okay. But you feel on me? that note, on that note, story, uh, we know you're based in LA, right? Yes. So I, I do wanna ask, um, when did you get your first break? Oh my gosh. I mean, you can call my first break when I was in six when I um when I uh, auditioned and I got the part for that play. But if you're talking about like my first big break, oh my gosh, I've had so many. Um, what was my first big break? Which one would you consider like the once that one was done, like so many other opportunities kind of just flooded in? I'm just trying to tell you, I just have so many, um, but let me think. Um, I think for me, um, I mean, there's been so many little things. And I've also, like, created my own wave in my own way. Like, I didn't, I didn't ever wait for anybody to give me the opportunities that I had. So it's like, I, and I'm still doing that now. I create my own opportunities for myself. Um, but I will say, when I knew that it was real was when I auditioned for Robbie Reed to be, to play um, uh, in the new edition movie, I was going to play Johnny Gill. So and yes. girl and y'all and y'all let me tell you I was it was like the it was the real it was the real deal holy feel like my name was across the script like wow. yes yes and it was like it was so crazy because obviously my one of my one of my good friends moving forward past that is Keith Powers and he basically is in the movie and it's just so the full circle moment was so crazy but we were auditioning in B at BT in Hollywood, and like I had to go in for like two different auditions. And the one um, that I like kind of got the pass on was when I had to sing. I got so nervous in front of Robbie. Like she, it was one table, nobody was in there. It was just me and her. But wow. I, I will always appreciate that moment because she saw me and she gave me the opportunity. And that's when I knew, like, okay, I'm a, I'm definitely a star. Um, when when I got that script and like you know. You know, a new edition was such a huge hit for our community, and 
it like opened the door. I think it was the one of the first films in this new era that opened the door for like all these biopics and stuff like that. So it would have been nice, but to even have that kind of recognition from an executive in Hollywood who's done a million things um, was so special to me. And it was, it was, the moment was great. Like I'm not even, I was never sour about not getting the part. I was like, thank you God for even seeing me and believing in me to even give me that. So yeah, I was, I mean, I've done a lot of other things too, but like that was a moment for me. Um, and then from there, things happened. Like I was in two Apple commercials as an actor, um, commercial actor, and a lot of other things came out of that with my relationship. So, yeah, that was a big moment for me. That was that was dope. I appreciate it. That shout out to Robbie Reed. <laughs> At that point, are you? Do you have an agent that's helping you to kind of book these gigs, or is this totally on your own? Um, at that point, I was booked through my agent. Wow. Um, for that, I had an agent, but a lot of the opportunities that I have, like probably like ninety five percent of them, come from me. So, um, my relationship. I was just gonna say, do you feel like it's it's an important uh, step for somebody that wants to break in to get an agent? Or do you feel like it's really about, you know, your hunger? How how much do you want this? You it's, know? A, it's a little bit of mix, a little bit of both, because you have to understand. And what I quickly understand when I was living in L.A. and Hollywood and being in that environment um, is that no one is actually looking for you. You have to create your own noise mm. and you have to you have to do work outside of auditioning, outside of an agent, because right. their job, their job is just to connect the dots for you. Their job is not to babysit you and like develop you and stuff like that. Like you have to be proactive in your career. And if you really want it, it will show and you will see the results of that and trust the process, of course. And you have to be consistent. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to be hard on yourself. Don't add anxiety to yourself. But if you're doing if you're doing one thing a day, reading scripts, you know, like this talking about the acting stuff. We haven't even talked about the music stuff. Just talking about being um, a, a represented talent, you kind of have to build your your own foundation. And it's better that way because when you go into the door and you do get the opportunity with the agent, you control your own situation. But when they find you, kind of, and that you have to do what they say. It might not be in, in alignment with your integrity. It might not be in alignment with you know what you see for yourself. There might be a lot of factors. But if you if you build your brand in a way where they have to respect it then you create an opportunity for yourself. You get a chance to sit down with your agent because they want you that to say like, hey, I want to do these type of roles. Can you send me out for this? I don't want to do this. You, got, you get to kind of call the shots early on. And I think that's a secret that a lot of people don't understand and don't know. They think they have to just give their self to what um, they think makes them and their career. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm -hmm. you curate your own career and then you build a team around that or whatever you need around that. And I've always known that. I never waited for opportunities from anybody. I never sat around. I never even want anything from anybody. Like I came into Hollywood um, before before I came over from New York and I actually came into to the, to the scene with powerful relationships already, like executives at Sony and stuff like that being able to pick their brain, being able to know things. And one thing I quickly understood is that, you, you know, you have to, like, um, not expect anything from anybody. Like, having friends in Hollywood, having friends in the industry and stuff like that, you cannot walk into a situation trying to get anything from anybody. You have to understand that you're your own person and also that when you meet people, you're connecting with your network, that they're their own people, too. They're humans, too, no matter their accolades. So they're not even focused on putting you on they're focused on what kind of human are you can i trust you can i trust you around my other circle can i bring you to events can i invite you out can i even have dinner with you and feel like i'm comfortable and you know like you know we can have a conversation and i had to quickly learn learn that really fast because i did get thrown into it um the professional side of things to hollywood really really fast so that was one of my first lessons i kind of like learned was like don't try to get anything from anybody. Like, especially when you get around certain people, you just have to live in it and trust the process and know that you're in the moment of what you're supposed to be in. And things will start to come. People will ask you, what do you do? Like, mm. what, how, how, how can I help you? Uh, what are you working on right now? Like, it, it will come to you so naturally. So 
Yeah, that that is that has been something that has been a, a key component for me and the successes that I have had um, so far. Yeah, that's that famous question everybody asks in L.A. Right. Uh, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> what right. Do you know? Like the connections <laughs> and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I love that you're a part of music, fashion, film, like all of that. Like yeah. I, I do want us to touch based on the fashion side, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> so like you already have know you faced any type of like issues when you first went into like the fashion part of your career? Um, of course, but because I was able to be savvy enough to use my other skills to highlight me. Um, like I didn't go straight into trying to be like seen and like trying to be like, you know, like the best fashion person or any of that. I actually wanted to like observe. So when I got my first, um, hmm, like my first real fashion toss was when I was in New York and fashion week used to be at with Mercedes Benz, but it used to be, it used to be the legendary Brian Park, which now it's all around the city. And it was so legendary to be around that. I mean, Naomi Campbell walking around like this, the um, Bryant Park tent and going to another casting and seeing supermodels, Jordan Dunn and like all wow. these big models, Tyson Beckford walking yes. around. This is like 28, this is 20, 2008, yeah. 2009 when it was the last stretch of that. And I got to experience that wave of fashion of that New York authenticity, seeing Anna Winter in my face and a winter in my like walking past me and wow. being at, at fashion shows like this is the experience I gave myself myself after right after high school um my dad he wasn't in a place to like at that time in a lot of different ways spiritually mentally and even um, physically and monetarily to send me to college the way I wanted to like I wanted to go to school for fashion I was living in Atlanta and you know he we had a, like a lot of we had a lot of headbutting because he didn't even want to pay for that. I mean, I come from an island Caribbean traditional family. So to, yeah. to yeah, Trini Massive, what's going on? What's going on? Bup, 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 bup. Yeah, um, we weren't trying to hear it. You feel me? And um, I came from that upbringing. So it was like, you need to go to school to be a doctor. Like, I'm not paying for that ish. Like, you yeah. know, and, and it, but it, it, it threw me into like immediately what I wanted to do in my purpose so fast because I knew I wanted to be in New York. I knew I wanted to be in the fashion scene. So I left and I moved to Philly and a good neighbor of mine who had her daughter that goes to Penn, um, you know, got me a room with her and it was really great. But I used to get on that Chinatown bus every week and be up in New York and in the fashion scene. And then I just threw myself into that Bryant Park front row, sitting front row. Of course, I was to the gods. I was like snatching my outfits and all that stuff of course it's a component so it gave, it gave me it gave me a little play and it gave me a little bit like you know who's that guy so you know sitting front row at, at, at all these shows philip Lim, and you know all these things and going to after parties really really gave me like the socialite kind of thing um and open doors for me and you know the networking is crazy and especially if you have a mouthpiece and know how to represent yourself well um but that's when I got my first like taste of fashion for real. Like, and then Ann Bowen, um, shout out to Ann Bowen, kind of gave me an opportunity in New York. We'd love to pick your brain about uh, men's fashion. Do you feel that men's fashion is represented well in the industry? Men's fashion, I think, is in a better place. It's not there yet, but it's, you know, I think that um, brands are, you know, are recognizing that men have a, the strongest place in fashion. You know, men are leaders and, you know, we set trends. But I think like now they're highlighting more of um, more individuals that are, you know, pioneering, that are doing amazing things that are men. You know, more collaborations are happening with men um, and designers and men in fashion houses. And I think that's been something that's been missing for so long. And I think that, you know, because usually... All the designers are men, usually. I mean, they're all men. So there's always the influence mm -hmm. of other men. But to have the identity on the, on the branding side of men is um, it's making a comeback and it's making something uh, a strong foundation for men's fashion. Because now men are feeling identity within fashion and saying, that's cool. Oh, let me explore that. Even the androgyny part of things, like some men are getting, you know, amplification with with that, and 
Um, it's helping them explore themselves even corporately and in, in the other spaces of um, fashion that, you know, are, are around. Um, men are doing more colors. Men are doing more patterns. Men are taking risks with their fashion now. And, and it's actually, they're seeing that it's beneficial because it opens door. Fashion, I always knew, and I always used fashion as um, my safety net to put me in the places where I need to go. Like if dr being dressed well, smelling good, all these different things that are I learned on my own and that I took the time to learn about as a man in fashion really put me in places like I'm talking about big opportunities where I can create my own wave um, for myself. So I'm really happy where men's fashion is going. I think that it needs to be a little bit better, especially on the front of, you know, the culture and um, black excellence and, you know, just for the melanated people. But also that has been something that's been great too, because now we're seeing a lot of men from our culture stepping into their greatness and becoming their own designers and, um, you know, doing D DIY stuff and really showing their skills and what they can do within fashion. So, I mean, you can thank social media for that. Like, you know, you've seen the crazy thing, like there's a trend going around with men showing their lifestyle and how they, you know, you know, wake up in the morning and do things like that. And I would like to say I was one of the first ones to do that. Okay. <laughs> I have proof of it, you know, that and then it just took off from that. I mean, other people were doing it too, but you know, you know, I kind of, you know, with the camera guy and the photos and stuff like that, like I really took it to that level. Um, Cause I think it's important. And we're in a place right now of entrepreneurship where it's like, you know, people want to know who you are behind the, the nice glamorous pictures and events and things that you put together. People want to know like what your life is. So it's important, especially if people are going to support your brand, you know, and you're building your own like empire. For people to like be invested, it's a thing now. Um, the women are doing amazing. Always have, always will be, always be fudging it up. So y'all already already got a headway, and I think it's just great where we are at, where we are as um, men, and where it's gonna go. And um, I have a lot of plans to um, give back in that way, specifically to men, and specifically into the black excellence of of our kings and princes, and you know the royal. Uh, you know, court, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have a lot of things I want to do with that. So I, um, I, I'm appreciative. I'll say that to where fashion and, um, you know, where fashion and men are meeting right now. Um, and that's all men. So it's cool. Yeah, definitely. And speaking of that, like, do you have any, like, favorite designers or designers you admire, stylists? Or, oh, like, yeah. Influencers out there right now? Um, well, I, I love, 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 um, on the higher end of things, I love, 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 um, Jean-Paul Gaultier, always admired him, uh, mm -hmm. and his brand, and, you know, the fifth element was the shiz, <laughs> like, they did that, and then, um, I love, um, Alexander McQueen, oh my gosh, and the woman that took over as head designer is doing such a good job with keeping his integrity intact, but still yeah. keeping it fresh and new and, you know, so I'm appreciative to that. Love Mark Jacobs, of course. Love Philip Lim. Love Tom Ford. Tom Ford is my guy. Like, um, I, it's a funny story. I sat front row um, at his show in New York at the Armory. It was sickening. He showed like all these men's suit, it was, suits. It was like very, really, really heavily geared towards the modern day man. And, Wow. Um, yeah, and, and like, you know, the suits and the fitted and all, it was just insane. That show was crazy. And if you sent for a row, he gave everybody like an exclusive bottle of um, cologne perfume. Or, and it's, I tried to look for it. Like, it's discontinued. He would never make it again. And when I see him again, I'm like, you gonna make it for me though. Cause literally I got so many compliments <laughs> walking around with that scent on. It's like a chocolate rustic. I, I even took a picture of the bottle just in case so i can remember to show him that um oh, man huh i said oh man <laughs> oh yeah that was that was some exclusive dope stuff and i and you know it's not a, i looked all over in the market for it and then i finally talked to somebody who worked at tom ford and they were like yeah that's that's not on the market ever so um Ooh. yeah that was cool on the on the you know up and coming you know telfar is doing amazing love them 
love um, Andre Emery, who I got a chance to build with him and be like his creative director when he was like really bubbling out of um, LA. That's one of my best friends as well. So I'm happy to have it on that front. Um, you know, the stylists, I'm friends with like all of them. Um, <laughs> um, so on the stylist front, love La Roach. He's a good friend of mine. He does Zendaya and a lot of other people right now, but Zendaya is his girl for the past few years. Mm -hmm. um, and now he's actually doing a lot. You know, I think he's doing um, Bad Bunny and like Maluma or somebody, I forget, but he's, he's definitely doing his thing within the music and entertainment sector and just Hollywood. And he has a couple actors and actresses that he works with. And I just got to see like his beginning stages and, you know, when he was out of Studio City and um, doing his thing and building. Um, yeah, there's so many people I appreciate um, in the fashion world and I've gotten a front row seat to like even their personal lives. And mm -hmm. it's just been really, really dope to like have that and to even like continue to foster that even now, you know, and have like a connection with fashion in the best way right now. So I'm just so happy of that. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I, I admire so many other people as well. Um, I even admire what B is doing um, with her black market, you know, and like, you know, she's made a way for a black artist to really like, and designers to really show off their, their excellence. And so like, even things like that, I appreciate that have happened over time as well. And giving a space to us, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, what you've gotten the opportunity to work in all three industries—music, yes. fashion, and uh, film. What mm -hmm. advice would you give for those that are looking to break into those industries? I think the overall general advice I can give everyone is that just—it's going to sound. Some things are going to sound very cliche, but it's the truth. Like, just stay determined. Know that you are your own unique person. You can be influenced by other people, but know that you have something special to give the world. When you touch anything, it's literally curated by you. Picking up this cup that I'm picking up right now, that was a curated moment that I just created on my own. So knowing the power of your touch, knowing the power when you walk in a room, knowing the power of like when you create something, it's you and it's special either way. So don't deprive yourself of, you know, how special you are. Just try to always build the confidence around that. De develop your, your speaking, develop your style, like work on the components that you actually have control of because you don't have control of how special you are, which is crazy. Like God gave us mm -hmm. all these special qualities and everyone has it. So it's already unlocked. So it's about you building around that finding your niche, knowing what you what works for you, um, building like your way of how you network, you know, just going to school on yourself. Like life is a school on its own already. So you don't have to like try to do life. Like you don't have to try to, you can't even go to school for what you have. Like it's impossible. And you what? sit and some people uh, see that they spend money on school and schooling and college. And then you sit in front of the professor and you're like, I already know that. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Why am I spending all this money to do that? How about you throw yourself into the workforce, throw yourself into the industry you want to have and, and, and prosper in and give yourself the opportunity to, to give yourself um, your own schooling and let life school you and um, get the experience. Because you can go to school and all these things and look at YouTube and all that stuff and yeah, 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 you can build. But if you don't have the experience for real, you're going to like take your own L, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. you just have to really like know that that's important it, and build your own um, brand, build your own self. And then everything will come through that, you know, be determined, have ambition, water it every day. It doesn't have to be perfect with, um, on what you um, think it should be. I'm a visionary, so I'm always pulling back. I always, right now I'm mastering, um, and I said mastering how to, you know, peel back on my ideas and knowing that it's going to be fine and, you know, it is what it is and it will happen the way I see it. It will just have to, I have to marry myself to the, uh, the process like we talk about. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what it's all about, man. I'm so happy you touched on that base. Mm -hmm. so important to know. 
But <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question, though. <laughs> What's that be? So, okay, I'm going to create this whole, like, scenario. Like, you feel me? Okay. Right. So, let's say you got booked for, like, a super high-end fashion show. Fucking Anna Wintour is there. Andre Talley, rest in peace, oh, was there. Mm-hmm. And, like, you looking dope as fuck, walking, shredding your shit. And let's say somebody, like, trip you right and you about to eat shit. Right. What would you do? Honestly, if somebody did that, I would make it into like a pose and then like keep it going. I wouldn't even look back. Um, now, there's different ways you could trip somebody. Like you could do it on purpose, or it could be an accident. Now, if you did it on intentionally, you know, like it's crazy when things when things happen like that. Like you feel the intention behind it almost immediately. Like because exactly. like, especially when you feel energy and you're into spirituality, you know when somebody's trying to try you and when somebody's like being sweet and it was an accident. So, you know, it can go both ways too, you know, but I'm going to check you. I'm, I'm going to check you either way. I'm going to be like, get your stuff together. I'm going to give you that look like, get yourself together because you tripping me, whether it was an accident or not, you something on you is like, you, you ain't got it together. Get it together. Mm-hmm. And then move and move past it, because <laughs> you got to give it a moment, and the moment is gone. That's it. Like we ain't giving people too much of our energy in twenty twenty two and beyond. Like that's I know it. that's right. You irrelevant. Yeah. Irrelevant. And you, I'm gonna make you feel that irrelevancy too, just so you can be a better person. Just be a better person. Watch your step. Watch where you're going, buddy <laughs> or ma'am. You feel me? Now, what do what are your go to staples in your closet right now? What are your favorite um, items? I am very, very... Min- I was just talking to a friend about this. Like, um, back in August, I transitioned into, like, um, a space. I went through my dark night of the soul type thing. And um, I, like, literally gave up my whole closet. And I, like, minimalized my life because of what a role I'm ste- stepping into as a young mogul. Things have to be very, very simple. And I understand that. Yes, I wore, I wore designers. I've, you know, It's so crazy because my life has been so insane that a lot of the things that I've acquired have been like given to me or for free or straight off a celebrity's back or like just these blessed moments that I've had my whole life. So I never had to live, like I still haven't had my own experience where I've stepped into like a Givenchy or an actual store and bought my own pieces. Like yeah. those... Things have been given to me, like literally I've been so blessed by the people in my life all this time or, you know, having connections to showrooms and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, And having the right contacts, you know. So for me, I've simplified my life. Um, I've given up, like my, my friend just gave me a pair of black jeans the other day. Like right now I'm being very comfortable and I'm in my like sweats and t-shirt phase. And black and, you know, like very minimal um, and being like on the go type thing and sneakers. Like I never was that person. V, you know, I'm, I'm a, I dress, yes. you know. You dress it down. From you feel me? To I'm that person. Right, so no, it was it, it was a transition. But to go where I want to go, I have to like humble myself and like know that it's not about that right now. And I'll have my time. I will have my time again. So um, right now, my go-to pieces right now is a pair of shades, a, a hat, sweats, and T-shirt. Um, that's what I'm doing right now, and I'm doing it on purpose. And I'm trying to stay in that realm. And if I need to switch it up and you know throw on a jean or something like that, I will, depending on the situation. You know, if I'm having a business meeting or something like that, of course I'm gonna put it together. And but it's not the overly flashy. Thing no more um, for right now. You know, I'm just focused on being the best mogul and entrepreneur I can be right now and building that. And what that means for me, comfortability wise, because, you know, I am a, I know you're going to touch on this, V, but I am a dad. You know, I have a son and he keeps me ripping and running in martial arts practice. And, you know, and then I have meetings in between. So right now is not the time to be in some all white shells right now, like, <laughs> and, a, and a fitted t shirt or up to whatever. People call all white shells. Some people call it ups if you're in New York. Some people call it the forces. You know, it's not the time. It's not the time. And I, I noticed that pretty quickly um, with this transition I'm going through um, right now. So, but wow. I'm always I'm always peeping game and what's hot. And also one thing I'm, I'm touching into right now 
is I am, I want to be wearing my own brand. So I will have my own high-end brand eventually, really soon. It's called Proper. Um, oh. And then I also have my merch stuff. So I'm trying, I want to wear my own stuff right now. Like even right now, I found, thanks to the beautiful Vila, I found um, somebody and a, a group of people in on the West Coast that I think will be a good fit to like do my merch and to my, do my samples. And I love that they're young and fresh and super dope. So I want to get that done so I can start wearing my own stuff and promoting my own brand. I'm done promoting other people's things. I'm done promoting non-Black brands. I'm done, like I'm over it. I'm ready to just have people ask me about what I'm wearing for me to be able to say like, it's mine, you know? Right. Um, so that's the phase I'm going through right now. But those are my go-to pieces. You know, I have my cologne, you know, my smell good always. Um, you know, just the central stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but on that note, definitely I am gonna touch bases <laughs> on um fatherhood, man. You're yeah. an awesome dad. Thank Little you. Momo, my homie. Little Momo, Moses, Moses <laughs> Seven you, actually. How do you keep that balance? Like for all of the parents out there in the fashion, film, music industry, like like what advice would you give and like how are you able to keep that balance between parenthood and being in the industry? Yes, yes, this is a great question. And also for my Black fathers um, within the industry as well, like you have to know, like, and then again, here it goes again. You have to know that, you know, you have to be in a moment. You have to understand that you have to flow in it. You know, none of us had the real, the rule book to parenting or life at that. So trying to control the situation, it, it stumbles you. Like, so the minute that you understand that, to stay in the flow and to respect your roles when they, you are in those respective roles, it's going to help you a lot. It's going to help you a ton. Trying to, um, you can't put your, your hand in the honey pot too much. They got to let God do his thing. And, um, you know, you know, everything is, a, every day is a, is a new development when it comes to the father son relationship and when it comes to being a parent within the industry so never forcing anything on them letting them be their child self and i actually was telling another friend this other day who was a musician pretty big musician in the industry and he has two boys now and um they're under five and i was just like dude you have to just create and curate a lifestyle that works for you as a parent and them you know like developing their interests if they if they want to be um in the industry or if they want to be in that or they're you know if even if they have interest interest showing them that there's a place for them showing that them that they could be comfortable and letting them develop their own decisions with that and balancing it with allowing them to be a kid you know you have to give them the space to be a kid at the same time um, you you have to balance your work when you're around them and knowing when to shut the phone off and knowing when you can have your phone and also letting them understand that this is daddy's world. This is what um, what daddy does for a living to build a strong foundation with you. I think that's a very important key point, component is allowing your child to understand what you do in the process so they can respect it and they can find their own way within that. My son has now asked me questions that he's developed on his own. Like, Daddy, I'm ready for my YouTube channel. Daddy, I'm ready to, to, to talk on camera. And he did it naturally. I mean, he has his own thing as well. He's auditioned in, in, in L.A. He's been in commercials. He's been in Duckworth's music video as a featured um, talent, you know, getting paid. You know, he's made money already wow. at, on his own. And it was something that we didn't force him into. It's like... We kind of, it happened naturally and we let it happen naturally. Like if he had said, daddy, mommy, I don't want to do this. We would have been like, okay, we never forced it on him. Our photo shoots, you know, it's all natural and giving him the space to be his own creative self. And I think um, in the past, and I think a lot of parents that are in the industry, they try to like fit their kid in it. And it's like, you can't do that. You have to let them develop their own world within that if they want it and if they don't want it respecting it you know respecting their own human you know and that has been something that has continued to give me the balance with my son and you know giving us a relationship where we communicate and if i'm even doing too much he'll say daddy 
I want to spend time like, you know, he's vocal, giving him a vocal space within even my world and not trying to control that. And that helps you a lot as a parent who's in the industry and who is balancing work life and being that, being such a pivotal example and understanding the gift that they are. And they're here to help us grow as well. So that has helped me a ton. Now, there's a lot of other things I could say, but for time's sake, you know, I'm not going to, we can do that in part two or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, that, that's a key component, you know, balancing the respect. I would say respect for your child, no matter how, how young they are, is a huge determining factor in having a healthy relationship with your child in this industry. And I know you said it at the beginning, but go ahead and shout out uh, to folks how they can get in touch with you. Um, you can reach me at Zone Story at Zone, Z-O-N-E, Story with an I, S-T-O-R-I. And, um, you know, my line is always open to young artists and upcoming entrepreneurs who are trying to do their thing. Yeah, real quick before we wrap it up, Story, Absolutely. Um, let our listeners know like what you have coming up. Oh, my gosh. So amongst me building my foundation as a mogul, um, and I will, you know, be one of the youngest entertainment moguls on the planet. So just mark my words. Um, it's going to happen, and it is happening. Um, aside from that, I'm actually a pop and be artist. So I coined that phrase because I didn't, it just came to me, you know, the spirit be talking to me, and I'll just be taking it. Like story, all this, it just came to me, like out of divine in the ancestors. <laughs> and mm-hmm. me being and me being in tune with that. That's another thing, guys. Stay in tune with your 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 lineage. You know, it's real. It's not fake. It it makes us uh, who we are. It's our DNA. It's a part of us. So why wouldn't you tap into that? Like an extra right. an extra amount of power and an extra amount of boosts. Why wouldn't you take that free free gift, that free money? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So right. uh, um, I've taken a, I've taken advantage of that my whole life as well, and I have taken an advantage within industry as well, and knowing how to move and nav- navigate. Um, but yeah, you have to. Um, what was the question again, V? Real no, quick. <laughs> oh, no, I was saying, um, what projects he got coming up? Oh, yeah. Video, so, um, yeah, I am an artist. Um, I, I do Afrobeat Island um, music as my first tier of what I'm peeling off as an artist. I dropped my first single, you can hear it on, on my page. It, I did it for myself. I didn't do it for perfection. I didn't do it to impress anybody. I mean, of course, I have the context to like blow me up and all these things, but I did it for myself. I mean, as an artist, you guys both understand that it's very hard. We all have this, every artist has this thing and not just music artists, just artists in general, where we kind of like, we kind of delay our process by our perfection, our perfection is kills us, you know what I'm saying, sometimes. And our standard of what we want for our art is such a thing for, um, if you're a real determined artist. So I had to struggle with that. I had to know that, put it out. Like, I mean, I saw myself go through two years, three years, I'm not putting out music. And no one even knowing that I am a musician who's like real and who has, a catalog already and who also you know does this for real like I'm a superstar like I actually had that it factor and I know that and so I struggled a lot with letting it be known because you know I wanted it to be done in a certain way and wanted a certain budget so you know if it wasn't going to be the right budget and the quality that I wanted you know, I didn't want to put it out. Like quality is so important now, especially in 2020 and beyond. Like quality will put you in the room as well. Like having your videos, A1, your pictures, your social media, like it will do something for you as far as your growth as a brand. So um, my music is, is definitely at the forefront. You should be expecting things in the next coming months. But right now I'm building my foundation and my company, my, my management company. Um, which will house myself and will house other artists and other brands as well. So I've been just building that foundation, but my music is definitely on the horizon. My music videos, I haven't even started shooting yet, but I'm going to start, you know, I'm in the perfect place for that right now and I'm happy. Um, And yeah, like that's my main focus. I will be dropping soon um, my own like merch, which will have its own thing. Um, as well and I'm, I'm just super excited to like be doing my own you know it feels so good to like have my own and 
you know, support my own and yeah. being the face and the, 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 the boss behind it. This is nobody funneling me um, right now. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm always looking for people who are interested in, you know, invest, you know, investing in awesome people like myself. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll just throw that out there, you know, real quick. And um, just really building the the system of what that looks like for me as a young entrepreneur and mogul and artist. Like, um, I, I'm going to be at the table. Like, I'm not going to be invited to the table. I'm creating my own table, even with the big entities like labels and, um, you know, uh, executives that I know in the industry. It's like, no, 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 no. The conversation is going to change with me. We're going to talk about how I can have equity in this and how can I build um, creative, like, even if it's creative direction or whatever I'm doing, I want a piece of the pie. I'm not stepping in the game to like be controlled or to be a slave to any company or, you know, we're going to build this th- this new industry, this new world together, you know? Ooh, and that's another thing I want us to touch on on our next conversation with you, yeah. Stuart. You know, <laughs> equity, the music industry, contracts. Oh, how yeah. Money. It's so important to know the business side of things. Absolutely. A lot of people talk about the business side. Absolutely. It's not, it's not enough to just be creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and that's that's a big thing that is talking, taking a shift in recent years. You're seeing more artists, you know, wanting to own their rights and to own their uh, um, their their catalogs and different things mm-hmm. and owning their brands and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like especially in the black community, it's been a, a wave. And I will say this: I've been on that um, mentality for so long. I guess because, like I was saying earlier, how how I was brought up in business, so I already had a front row seat to that as well. And, you know, it's super important, like you for our legacy and for our future and for our kids, you know, you have to have your legacy etched in history and etched in in society, period. No matter how big you want to go with it or how, you know, casual you want to be with it as well. Like, but you have to have something. You have to own something. You have to own your rights. You have to own your brand. You have to own your 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 business you know okay we all need a leg up we all need a boost so we are always it's a cycle we appreciate people who have created platforms for us to live on and to highlight our our brands and things like that we are so appreciative to that but in the process young entrepreneurs and young artists build your own build your own little by little little things here and there boss up use youtube Use your resources and build your own. Um, it's so important, even for, you know, especially like, let's talk about this real quick. Like, you know, the pandemic happened. People didn't even know where to turn. People had, um, you know, Fortune 500 companies that they were working at, mm-hmm. young, old, and it switched the game because it's like people were sat down. And they were like, they didn't have any, some people didn't leave with anything, like getting laid off, all these things, giving years to these companies. And like, you're left with nothing. You don't have anything to show for it. So I think that that taught us a lot on owning your own things and and ownership, you know, and true entrepreneurship and what that means for you. Like even investing in um, your your health. I mean, that's a big deal for me. I'm heavily right now transitioning into like my health and like, Plant being a plant-based diet and being having the energy that it takes to build, um, you know, of course, working out, and, you know, doing the essential things, um, taking the right vitamins and things that um, honor my body and my system so I can multitask and I can be the boss that I see myself in the future being. You have to invest in yourself, number one, numero uno, nothing above that. Nothing comes before, not even your kids. Mm. I had to learn that. Not even your family. You have to be a strong human on your own so you can um, give yourself to your passion and your purpose in the right way. Um, It's super important. Yeah. And one fun question we love to ask all of our special guests. Hey. It is a zombie apocalypse. You only have two minutes (laughs) to grab a couple things from your house. What are you leaving with? What am I leaving with? Myself. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving everything. I'm leaving everything. Okay. Bye. Uh, bye.
Already, we out. Already, we out. We out. Me, myself, and I. God will give me everything fresh and new. You know, I just, I just acquired my own, uh, my new iPad. They staying too. You know, what I'm saying hey. like, or, you know, what I'm saying everything is staying. I, I, I really learned, and Erica Bas, Erica Badu said it correctly. Pack life. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Now I get it. Now I get what she was gonna look for. Because when you're not when you're not packing light, you know, fellas and women, you're not packing light. It 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 kind of um it slows you down, honestly. Like down, yeah. that's another reason yeah. why I had to like I'm still working on it right now, but I have to like learn to minimize my not only my wardrobe, but the things I carry with me. You know, like I know I want to have it around, or I I want it and I need it, but sometimes it's just not necessary. You know, mm, sometimes yeah. life happens. Sometimes you got to rip and run. Sometimes something happens in a moment. You got to be able to, to you know, make a quick decision. And um, not having the space or anything to do that is it's it, it it or you know or being able to move rapidly it, it slows you down honestly. So um, I learned that. I ain't leaving with nothing, nothing, nada. <laughs> For sure. Man, yeah. story, it's been a pleasure. Such a pleasure talking I mean, today on our podcast. Yeah. I get I got blessed with two queens today. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Now, but you you dropped some really important gems um, for our listeners. Some really great yeah. advice for those yes. that are looking to it in. And you you got your head in the right place, man. It's very hard to meet folks that are have found success but still got their head in the right place. Right. You know right. what I mean? I'm Long learning straight. that too. You cannot expect people to be on your level, and it's just not. Yeah. It's, not Yo, it's not hating. That part. It's, it's not hating. It's not none of that. We're not doing none of that. But it's just what it is. Some people are just not on your level mentally and spiritually. Don't don't have create this facade that everybody's gonna get your vision. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Story, for joining us today. Thank, Thank you, you so guys so much too for having me. Once again, it's an amazing episode of Kicking It with Karma and Funk you talking about with yours truly Karma Custom. And your girl Vila Funk. Thank you again, guys. Thank you to Story for this amazing episode. Don't forget to follow us. At Funk You Talking About on Instagram and TikTok, Funk You Talking About. Yes. And be sure to check out his page as well at Zone, Z-O-N-E, Story, S-T-O-R-I. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate your time. And we will talk soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. And before we sign out on today's episode, just wanted to shout out one of our previous special guests, uh, Linda Cabinda, with her natural hair care line um, from Coco with Love, is actually having a competition right now. It's the 4C Challenge. So she's been posting videos on YouTube, showing off her brand, showing what you can do, and 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 the texture that can come out, you know, from utilizing her product. Folks are skeptical. They cannot believe that 4C hair can actually look, bounce, and feel like that. So she has put it out there. If you like, uh, share, comment, and subscribe uh, to her channel, she's going to pick one person. She will fly out to wherever you are at and do your hair for free to prove to you that her product works. So get on there. Get on her Instagram at From Coco with Love. Sign up for the challenge. Like I said, like, follow, subscribe, and you could be the next winner. Yo, y'all better hop on that ASAP. Get a Stop free hairstyle, okay? Child, we <laughs> in a pandemic, yo. Like, you need that. Get on it, get on it, get on it. And y'all can tell her. Karma Custom and Vila Funk sent you. <laughs> for sure.